0: Everyone has friends, but when you find that one that just clicks, it's effortless. Adventures in life, relationships, health and fitness, dating, family. Best friends, Mackenzie and Shelly, welcome you to the Effortless Podcast. That my best friend. She a real bad bitch, got her own money. She don't need no n- on the dance floor. She had two, three drinks, now she twerking. She throw it out and come back in. That's my best friend. Hey
1: guys, it's Shelly and Ken's. Welcome back to the Effortless Podcast. Make sure if you haven't already liked and subscribed that you do so wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: All right. Well, we are gonna jump right in. And before we get into our careers and kind of how our personalities mesh with those, we have to go through Greg's answers.
1: We do. Cause last week we ended with you asking me questions about Gregory and mm-hmm. to see how well I know him. Did I do good?
2: Mm-hmm. You you'll see. Above okay. average. <laughs> okay. That's
1: good. That's good.
2: <laughs> so number one, what is... I'm going to ask you the question, then just answer as you. Kay. Don't yeah, look at yeah. my favorite. Yeah. What is Greg's favorite meal that you make him? I said chicken enchiladas. Okay. He said enchiladas.
1: <laughs> That's right. Because the thing is, I don't make anything besides chicken enchiladas. So. Okay, okay, okay. You got it. Got it.
2: Number two, what is Greg's favorite sports team? I believe
1: I said the Blazers. Yes. Was I right? Did.
2: No. Oh. So he said Seahawks. But what's kind of cute about that answer is that he, when I asked him, he said, well, I'm going to say Seahawks because I think that's what Ken's would say. Which I would. That's why. It's like you guys were like trying to help each other
1: out, which is like really cute. But I gave the correct answer as far as Blazers.
2: Yeah, but you get it wrong.
1: (laughs) Also, I love that you're putting like stars and minus ones (laughs) as though there's like an actual grading.
2: (laughs) We're grading at the end, so. (laughs) <laughs> Number 3. What um position did Greg play in football in college? Receiver. Yes, he did say wide receiver. He's very specific on his answers, which okay. is
1: great. Well, I said we'll okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Number 4. What is his shoe size? 10 and a half or 11. Okay. He said 11. There we go. Thanks. Number 5. This one this one is kind of funny. um what is Greg's favorite body part of yours? My butt.
1: <laughs> he said your lip my lips that's that so funny? random he's never said anything about my lips I think it's kind of cute he just likes to kiss me I guess
2: yeah yeah for sure
1: although that hit my lips Gosh. Okay. you have good lips do okay. I mm-hmm.
2: thanks <laughs> number six what song best describes your relationship I said whatever it is by Zach Brown band. he said loving you easy by Zach Brown band.
1: Ooh, do I get a half point for that since we, I got the right band
2: half point Yeah, he's that's a, a cute point. song it is a cute song um what you guys are cute. So you guys got three and a half out Let's of see. five. C's get degrees. Uh, we'll we'll say you guys passed. Okay. Great. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, anyways, now moving on, we wanted to talk about our careers and kind of like how we each got into each of ours and yeah. Um, but before that, we actually did a personality, the personality the quiz, the Enneagrams.
1: Enneagrams.
2: Yeah. Which was, it's kind of funny because I feel like it really does lead into our careers. Yeah.
1: And I ha- I feel like I've heard about them quite a bit, but I've mm-hmm. never actually like taken it myself or known what my Enneagram was. Same. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Do you want me to go first?
2: Um, Yeah. Go
1: okay. for it. Um, well, I was at Enneagram 7, Wing 8, which a 7 is the enthusiast. And the busy, fun loving type who is spontaneous, versatile, but also distractible and scattered. I
2: feel like that really describes you. You
1: think I'm scattered?
2: I don't think you are scattered. <laughs> no, I fine. think you can have moments of being scattered. Yeah, it's true.
1: Um, and then my wing eight was um, powerful, or these are qualities that the wing the eights have powerful, dominating, confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational, which some of those I feel like. Definitely suit me. Especially decisive. I'm very decisive. Yeah,
2: and willful. I feel like you're very willful. Um, but going
1: along with that, the jobs that they for the seven that usually go pair well, um, were a personal trainer, which I've done before, an interior decorator. I have not, but I really like interior decorating. And then artist and photographer, which I'm a photographer. There was more too, but those were just some of them that stood out. But I feel like that is so me. Like I'm kind of artsy and yeah, For Sure. So
2: very fitting very fitting. Okay, let's do yours. Okay, so I was an Enneagram 2, which is the helper, which this totally doesn't surprise me at all. I feel like all of the things were, well, I just feel like it's very me. So the strengths of the helper are helpful, (laughs) caring, generous, insightful, enthusiastic, empathetic, supportive, self-sacrificial. That's very you. Yeah, I feel like those are pretty descriptive. And then the weaknesses are blind spots, ignoring self-care practices, avoiding their own emo- emotional needs, unaware of motives, poor boundaries. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like very much me, or yeah. I feel like they describe me. And then um, I was a wing three. So to wing three, it says the person wants to win and can be friendly and ambitious. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. So cool. I feel like that was pretty. Was, con- er, yeah. That's just very, very aligning with your personality. Yes.
1: Did do. you look up careers that go with this?
2: To be honest, I didn't. I didn't even think to because I just felt like nursing would just yeah. based off. Yeah, that makes sense. The strengths of it. So I did not. But Cool. Um. Well, that was kind of fun. Yeah. Kind of fun to know.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. Should we talk about before we talk about our current careers, our first, well, not our first jobs, but the first job we had together. Yes. In college coffee stand perk central mm-hmm. not a bikini barista <laughs> gotta clear Which, that up
2: that would have been kind of fun
1: yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um but anyways it was fun uh-huh. and although you know what is funny as i remember like it, it would open so early like three in the morning so early in the park there's three locations you know in the parkland one was always kind of well it was very sketchy and mm-hmm. not the best part of town and i was so scared to open at three because uh-huh. it was sketch so you would come and sit there with me which you know it's <laughs> funny about that is I'm pretty sure I did not come sit with you when you opened it <laughs> at 3 a.m. <laughs> that's
2: so. funny I mean it was pretty sketch and it was just so dark and the security cameras did not work no they don't know no but I think the funniest part about working there or one of the funniest memories I have is when our very sweet and very enthusiastic owner mm-hmm. Came to the coffee stand when you were working in Lakewood. Oh gosh. Yes. And she made you, yeah. She made you go out on the corner and you're by yourself working. Busy street. Busy street. Busy intersection. Yeah. And you had to go to the corner of the intersection with a sign. I don't even know what the sign said. Probably like, come get coffee. Come get coffee. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> and you had to stand on the corner. And she wanted you to dance with, with the, the sign. sign and she's like in her car driving through yeah. the intersection to like show you what to do. And then if anybody came to get coffee, you had to like run back from the intersection into the stand yeah. to make coffee.
1: You better believe I did not give the people my best moves. I was not dropping <laughs> it low for them
2: because you might
1: have I gotten should've. more tip. I know I probably should have, but I was so annoyed. <laughs> I'm like, girlfriend, you come dance on the street. I was funny. not what I signed up for. Mm, yeah. But that was, that was fun. I feel like we got good tips and stuff, too.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like that was it's a very good job. Very fun, like, coffee. college job. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was fun.
1: And I almost got fired a couple times. Cause, yeah, because did would close early. Well, if you've ever worked at a coffee stand or, I mean, a coffee shop, if you know how frustrating it is when it's, like, three minutes until you close mm-hmm. and you've already, like, cleaned the machines because you're just trying to dip out. Yeah. And somebody rolls up.
2: Yeah. And, that, and so, so I,
1: I i mean, I think it was like one minute early, but they knew the owners and they called them. And then <laughs> I got a call and was like, you can't do that. I didn't get fired, but I learned my lesson. Just don't clean the machine till the time is actually up. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that was no, fun though. But
2: yeah, it was a good time.
1: Um, okay, you should talk about your career journey first okay. because I feel like... I mean, you knew that you wanted to be a nurse for a long time, right?
2: Yeah, I did. I don't feel like there was a specific moment in my life where I'm like, oh, from this moment on, I knew I wanted to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. I just felt like for me, it was just more of a natural path because in high school, I really liked science. I really liked math. I really liked chemistry. Like Those yeah. were very interesting to me, and I, I liked the challenge of them. Mm-hmm. And then I also knew I didn't want to do like a desk job, or I didn't want to work right. Monday through Friday. Yeah, It just wouldn't suit me very well. And so, um, and I al- always was interested in the human body, like how mm. it worked and that sort of thing. So, and I really am into trauma. Like trauma yeah. is interesting to me. Totally. So I feel like it was more of like a natural path. So thankfully, yeah, I was able to go to PLU and do the nursing program there. And then when I graduated, I was able to find that the ER is like really where I wanted to be. Yeah. So and I've I've been there for a long time, almost ten years. I know, which is so weird to think back. It doesn't even feel like that long, but kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, it can be fun at times. (laughs) I would say that the hardest part of my career so far was definitely working through COVID. I was in LA during COVID, and so that was pretty, pretty crazy. I remember calling and telling you, just like my day to day shifts, like so exhausting. There's like crowds of people. Yeah, I mean, war zone. Yeah, like people would just be like falling over in the waiting room the there was not enough resources for everybody and then leaving the hospital was so sad you're like walking out of your shift and i was a night shift at that mm-hmm. time so i'm like leaving at 7:30 in the morning and people are just like crowded trying to get in the hospital Jeez. um just staring at you as you're leaving i don't know everything yeah. about it was sad and then that's so hard yeah you're like with these patients in their like actively dying, and you're just holding up an iPad. Jeez, that's like so horrible. I know it was. It was really sad. Um, they were lucky to have you as their nurse, oh, though. Oh, that was so sweet. I'm so
1: serious. <sighs> I feel like you'd be like, if I was dying, I feel like I would want you as my nurse. Just like you're so oh, that's so nice and sweet.
2: I definitely. I mean, I am very. Um, like I would, I cried a lot of times. Yeah, I like, bet. I like, but it was yeah, it was definitely a sad time for. A lot of people, yeah, of course. for sure. But there are also more funny parts about being a nurse in the ER, like oh, when people put things up their butt. Oh, gosh. Like, what are they shoving up there? All sorts of things. Um, Give us some of your favorites. <laughs> honestly, one of my favorites is like, well, that kind of sounds weird, but it's funny when people come in with vibrators. Mm. Because if you think about it, like nobody puts a vibrator up their or, or any pull where and it's not vibrating yeah so oftentimes or most of the time they're coming in and the vibration still on so if you think about it they're just like sitting there waiting to come back and it's back, like and it's Bzz. Like, Bzz. <laughs> like i can't even You're, like imagine. what
1: happened like Mah. i know like how <laughs> uncomfortable. they're
2: like hi i need to be seen and they just like are so uncomfortable because it's just internally vibrating yeah
1: i don't also i don't really understand the Butthole just like sucks objects up like a vacuum or what? Like why do I mean, they? Get, how do they get stuck in there?
2: Well, because once you get it past the sphincter, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just keeps it. Or it's what? pretty
2: hard to get back out. Yeah, okay. And there's like bottles that go up there, like beer bottles or what? Shampoo bottles. Gosh, I hope they don't shop at Costco. <laughs> Some big bottles. Uh, tools is tools? a decently common. Does that one? like like
1: what what kind of tools?
2: I mean, all different types, and you. Whenever they tell you what they're doing, a lot of times they don't want to admit it.
1: Yeah, they're like, "What is their excuse for having a wrench up their butt?"
2: Like they're trying to disimpact themselves or something.
1: <laughs> it's so weird. All sorts of crazy stories. Um, no judgment. Those are on good you ones out there who shove items up their up your butt. <laughs> you just might be visiting Shelly in the ER.
2: Um. I mean, it's always a good story. So yeah. That's and great. then you know you like get the people that like cut their fingers off, yeah. You know, like those kind of like trauma stories. Mm-hmm. And then I did work in the ER for a long period of time in LA, so I there's a lot of trauma lot of, stories, yeah. down there. Which most of them are very um sad. Well, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Um. But then I did quickly. I did a brief stint working at the prison,
1: which is interesting because I very you were just actually telling me about the prison as far as like yeah everybody goes in there or like yeah. whatever whatever <laughs>
2: everybody goes to prison everybody
1: who is a prisoner goes through this prison in Oregon
2: yeah yeah which that just reminded me of you giving your kids the lesson on drugs <laughs> Mackenzie we need to do a whole episode on just what? lessons or mom lessons with Mackenzie because know, her I s- kids you know, I scar my kids for literally I, like came over not too long ago and Nash's like had he thinks if he goes to high school, he will be on drugs. No, I just told him
1: <laughs> they didn't listen to what my advice was. Well, I, we were I at also a gas would like station. to hear
2: how you explained
1: it. I was at it. We were at a gas station and there was a man who was clearly on drugs. And I told them that this is why we don't do drugs. And I, I don't yeah. remember what I said. I gave some sort of really good like parenting, parenting advice parenting advice.
2: Clearly, and went right somehow over their how
1: it turned into them being like, Shelly, my mom said if we go to high school, we'll be doing drugs. Yeah.
2: Like, they think if they go to high school, like when they go to high school, they will be on drugs. I'm like, that's not what I said. Oh my gosh. It's so, so funny. Greg
1: probably should be the one to give the lessons in yeah. the house, apparently. Comical.
2: But one of the best stories of being at the prison, though, was us being at the nurse's station and one of the AICs, which is the term that we use in the prison um stands for adult in custody so one of the AICs was leaving the little nurse's station area Mm -hmm. and I was like oh I was talking to one of the um main nurses there she's worked there for years and I was like oh she was really sweet and the (laughs) nurse was like turned around she's like don't let her fool you she killed her husband oh gosh (laughs) we all just started laughing because I was like oh my gosh like I mean when you go there it was crazy because like you had to lock up your phone Yeah. And so you felt like you were in a prison because yeah. it was very prison like obviously. Yeah. But then when you're working to me it's just like another day like yeah, providing medical like care. People. So yeah, it was just like an interesting dynamic and my little sister Carly actually worked with me. Right. Um there Which and is it was it was fun having her there. But anyways, yeah, crazy, yeah, it was it was a good experience I feel like for sure. Um and then, but yeah, now, so I'm still in the ER now, Um, but I'm in nurse practitioner school, like I briefly mentioned. And I'm and excited for you to be my doctor. I'm yeah. just going to be, you're going to be my primary, primary care. care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm doing that. I'll graduate here soon. And then hopefully we'll have my own cosmetic business. And then I'm also going to continue real estate, which I really love and have gotten really into. Yeah.
1: So I like maybe later we should do an episode on real estate because i feel like it's yeah. it's so intriguing so intriguing or, i mean it's interesting as far yeah. as like what you can actually do within
2: it we can bring jeff beaker in as oh, a yeah. special guest yeah <laughs> that could be exciting could be very exciting we'll have to give him specific topics he can yeah. and can't talk about right exactly
0: <laughs> you're listening to the effortless podcast with mckenzie and Shelley. more after this like what you hear yeah me too mckenzie and shelly are great but to sound great, you need a knowledgeable producer. That's where I come in. Hi, I'm Brian, the owner of Griggs Productions. Do you have a podcast idea or just something to say? Find me on Instagram at Griggs Productions or at griggsproductions.com. That's G-R-I-G-G-S Productions. Let's podcast. And
2: now back to the Effortless Podcast with Mackenzie and Shelley. Okay, now I wanna hear about you and how you got into your career. I feel like you have a very, Good path of like how you found it or mm-hmm. how you found what you love. I yeah. feel like it's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um.
1: Well, unlike you, I definitely did not know what I wanted to do initially. I thought I did want to do nursing, actually, and then I kind of quickly found out pretty early on in college that that was not going to happen for me, which is fine because I I really don't mm-hmm. think I would thrive being a nurse. But so I graduated with a degree in health and fitness promotion and a minor in sports psychology, and then. Once I graduated, I didn't necessarily, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. And I got married. And that's when I started teaching fitness classes, Mm -hmm. which totally love. still loved and still love. I'm still doing that. Um, But then not really that much. I guess we were married maybe like two years. And then I had Nash. And I'd always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom if that was possible. Yeah. And I was able to do that with Nash. And so that was like super ideal for me. But I could still teach classes, which was fun. But I kind of also had this itch for like a little bit more, or I think that something that's like pretty common with stay at home moms, like obviously it's such a blessing to be able to be home with them. Mm-hmm. But also, in a sense, you almost like feel this loss of identity. And obviously, like, yeah, you're putting all of your everything into your kids, and that's how it should be. But also, like, and I think for some people, it feels more strongly than for others. But I really felt this need to like make sure I did not lose myself. Mm-hmm in those years of, like, kids being little. I mean, I'm still in those years.
2: But, like... But it makes sense because you're, as a mom, I mean, as a parent, but, like, I feel like specifically as a mom, like, you give everything to your kids. Like, emotion and, like, body. Like, literally everything. everything. And so it's... I'm sure it'd be super easy to, like, kind of, like, lose your identity in your kids. Which, of course, they come first. Totally. Yeah. But it
1: was also, like, important to me that I was still the person that I wanted to be and I didn't just, like, stop doing my things. And I felt like that was important to me. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of like, had this desire to just do something more. And I still wanted to be home with my kids, but I wanted to be able to have my own thing too. So I kind of tried a few things. That's when I tried personal training. And then I also did some meal prepping. I did like a little meal prepping company thing. And I sold some essential oils for a while. And kind of the common denominator that I realized about all of these things was that I, my favorite part about all of it was just like staging things and taking photos and like making cute Instagram posts. And I feel like that was really what I was energized by and like the aesthetic of things mm-hmm. versus what I was doing in those times. So that's when I was, <laughs> I was actually in Ireland with my mom and my sisters and my grandma for my grandma's 80th birthday. And I remember like walking down the streets of Ireland and being like, I think if I could do it again, I would be a photographer. <laughs> And they're all like, well, you're 26, so.
2: You still have a little bit of time.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're like, so you probably still so got It's also funny coming from my grandma who got her, or she started her doctorate at age 70 and finished at 73. And she still is like going to school in London in the summers. Like she's, yeah, she's like brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And just she's incredible. Talk about never being too old for anything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She was probably like, who are you? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Honey, honey, <laughs> <Yeah>. honey. <laughs> Yeah. So
1: I was like, yeah, I guess that's true. So anyways, I I came home from that trip and I was like, Greg, I'm going to be a photographer. And I mean, at this point, I had been a lot of things, <laughs> um, but I really felt like that this is what I was like meant to do. And so I got a camera and new laptop and kind of started right in. And mm-hmm. it's like totally what I love. Like, I I totally feel like I found what I was passionate about, but I don't think I necessarily would have found that if it wasn't for trying all those things. So I think mm-hmm. it's also like kind of important to remember that just because you try something and it doesn't work out doesn't mean that it's like fi- like you're a failure. Uh-huh. It's just like
2: part of your path to finding it, you know? Yeah, I think that's a huge or that's like such a good point that you just said that that even though you tried all those things, you found the common denominator yeah. and that's what you really loved. And mm-hmm. now you're like thriving, like you're yeah. so good at what you do and your pictures Thanks. are like so good. um and so i feel like and you definitely have that eye for like you have such that that artsy Mm -hmm. vibe or like and i just get it
1: and like i'm just energized i feel like by people and like doing that so and now honestly i i do everything i love every day i get to still teach classes and with my kids and i take photos it's
2: great it is great okay well now that you've like done photography you've done for how long now i feel like it's I don't know. Like it's couple, been like four or yeah, five years. It's kind of crazy.
1: I think it'll be five years. No. I think yeah, I think it'll be five years in October.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but do you have a favorite shoot or a favorite place that you've been? I think I know the answer.
1: I mean, definitely each shoot I like I really enjoy for different reasons, but I will say my favorite location is Tata, aka <laughs> <k. a> Utah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was gonna say for anybody who doesn't know what Tata is,
1: but really, I was like, Does anybody call Utah Tata? I know. Is that a thing? Cody's like,
2: No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Anyways, that was so fun for your sister's en- um, engagement session mm-hmm. or shoot, which is funny too, because poor Cody. Yeah. I mean, talk about
2: poor guy. Poor guy. So he, we had planned this. It was gonna be me, Kens, Cody, and Carly. And we were like, Okay, we're gonna go on this engagement shoot trip yeah but really it was like a girl's trip plus cody
1: yeah and that's where we also got our title you're a lot there are yeah. lots
2: we should probably tell that story okay yeah because we were
1: at a restaurant <laughs> i remember we were like can we get some coffee uh-huh. with whipped cream and of course you're the one that's like actually extra whipped cream <laughs> and you're being like flirty with the waiter because he's like this cute little waiter and then he, like, brings it over. I'm pretty sure by the end of it, he was, like, spraying it in our mouth. Mm-hmm. And I, like, look over and Cody's, like, whispering to Carly, except for I could read his lips. He's like, there a lot. I'm like, <laughs> would you say, Cody? He's like, uh. um. And then he was, like, apologizing forever about it.
2: And he's, like, the sweetest. So yeah. the fact that you heard him, he was, like, felt so, so bad. mortified. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he wasn't wrong.
1: That, tri- that whole no. trip was, like, poor guy.
2: Yeah. Comical. I mean, we drove a lot of places. Yeah. And so... I feel like if there wasn't I mean there's three girls in the car, we're mm-hmm. constantly having to stop to go to the bathroom, yeah, but the funniest time is when we were going to Moab, so to get into the Moab park, we had to know we had to know research, we're just like we yeah. want to go to the arches, so right. so we're gonna show up, so we're just gonna go and we show up, and there's like lines of cars like at dead stop to get into the park, and on the side, they show like how much time it is to get into the park, and we can see the park, it's not far, no, but it said two and a half hours, yeah. And I was about to pee my up. Yeah, you were gonna explode. I so, was. That's like
1: the worst feeling too. And you have to pee such so a bad that you're like, insides hurt.
2: But you're we're at a dead stop. There's cars everywhere. Like it's multiple lanes, and mm-hmm. so it's not like you could just get out and pee on the side of the road. No, because Thank there's goodness. cars. Yeah, and luckily you had
1: a venti Starbucks cup empty. Yeah. And I was like, I I have to.
2: So tell them how you maneuvered yourself to pee in the car. So I'm driving, you're in the passenger seat, Carly and Cody Cody are in the the back back. seat. It's a
1: small car, keep in mind. And I'm like, Cody, can you just like close your eyes? (laughs) But there's still cars everywhere. And so I had to like turn around and like squat down with my arms like on the front seat and like try to drop it low down in there. Uh And then just like, pee in the cup but it was like took you forever because it was like stage fright I was like I know Cody can hear this right now <laughs> and <laughs> and so it like took me like three minutes to even start and then
2: Thankfully, I got it done you but the funniest part about that story is that you finished whatever and then it literally took like 20 minutes to get into the I park know. and there was the a public restroom right when you get in yeah but you know what I made some good memories so yeah it's fine it was fun it
1: was really it was fun. fun but and the salt
2: flats were really pretty yeah yeah But yeah, that was probably my favorite
1: like location for sure. It's so Mm -hmm. cool. It's so fun there. So beautiful. Okay. And next week, I'm excited because we're going to start talking about some health and fitness stuff.
2: Yeah. I'm excited to chat about that because I feel like I finally have gotten down a good routine that I really like as Mm -hmm. far as what I eat and working out. Yeah. But it took me such a long time to do that, especially with how my schedule changes and it's super inconsistent. Yeah, that makes it hard for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All right, well, thanks for joining us. And make sure you join us next week for episode five as we talk about our top five health and fitness tips to implement into any busy schedule.
0: That my best friend, she a real babe. got her own money. She she don't need no n- on the dance floor. She had two, three drinks. Now she twerking. She throw it out and come back in. That's my best friend. Thank you for listening to the Effortless Podcast with Mackenzie and Shelly. New episodes drop every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Follow Mackenzie on Instagram at Mackenzie underscore underscore Ford and Shelly at Shelly underscore Kill Cup. And be sure to like, follow and subscribe wherever you're listening to the Effortless Podcast right now. The Effortless Podcast is a production of Griggs Productions, griggsproductions.com.